All right, world, what's going on with y'all? This is Kyle Means right here checking in another Monday night Means show. Got my man Drew Stevens alongside with me, as always. Appreciate you, brother. Yes, sir. And um, as I was just telling my man before we came on, this ain't going to be a long show. <laughs> but, you know, we typically have gone over, like, longer with these shows than I've than I would expect coming in, but uh, this ain't gonna be the case in large part because we don't have a guest this week, so we're just gonna pretty much stick to the basics and uh, you know, just go hop, you know, hop and skip over the Chicago teams and stuff, whatever's you know, comes whatever the obvious stuff in the news this week, and um, yeah, give our opinions and, and be out pretty much, you know. Um, you know, I mean, of course, there's a couple obvious things going on, but you know, before we even get into all that, you know, let, let, I, like I said, I wanted to do, I want to do more of this anyway. So, like this be, you know, me and Drew catching up as well. So, you know, it, it was just just starting off, man. How's your weekend? Oh <laughs> uh, man, weekend was um, weekend was cool, man. Weekend was cool. Um, took my son to get a Halloween costume, and I'm not sure if you're up on this, but it's this game called Among Us that it's like you know kids going crazy for nowadays. Um, I ain't so up on that. Yeah, we we found, we what found a, what's up? Well, yeah, I was say what what's Among Us? Among Us is like uh, so you got all these different players. Um, like you can have like anywhere from two to eleven or twelve people in, in a game at one point. It's like a game on a computer, basically, or iPad. Um, of course. And basically, it's almost like a like a Clue. You remember the, the movie Clue? Almost like that type of game where somebody among the group that's playing um, is kind of like the saboteur or whatever, the killer. Um, so you know, the, whoever whoever's the killer goes around killing people, basically. While everybody else is trying to figure out who who that person is, um, sound, so sound, the, the game the game is well. You say it's on a computer. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. is it like is it like is it like a game that you go to, or is it just something that people do like on on a social platform or something like that? It's like a game you go to. So like I, I had downloaded it on my phone just so that when he's on his uh, iPad, I can be in the game with him. Um, okay. Yeah. You, you, you take on like a character or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You're like these. You know, you can you can pick different colors. You're basically like a um, in a suit. Like you can be red, black, green, yellow, orange, and it's like a little mask or whatever on each character. So every character basically looks like the same. Some gang stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Like the more I explain it, the worse it sounds, Joe. Like you can't play that game, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then you mask up, then you then you go shoot somebody. <laughs> but he, he he loves it and he found like a costume that basically is is that character that you would be in the game. So he was crazy okay. excited. Um it, it inflates, so we're gonna we're gonna take it out next Saturday. I think they're probably the Navy Pier. They got um trick or treating, so we'll we'll do that and see how that goes, man. It's gonna be that's that's the dope thing about having kids is that 
it sort of reignites your relationship or your love with Halloween. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't have nothing against Halloween, but it's been a long time since I've really been into it. So, you know, I don't have kids. That's part of it, too. Like, I don't, like, you know, of course, adults, we take advantage of Halloween in different ways, too. We go out and dress Mm -hmm. up and look for women in slutty costumes and stuff and try to do things, but you know, <laughs> a lot a lot of time with me, I'm busy or I'm doing something else, you know. That just ain't, you know, been my thing for a while. But, you know, you being ha- having a son, you right in that and you know, a grade son in grade school and stuff. I know this is a big time of year for y'all. So I mean you can go out and have fun at Navy Penn and do stuff like that. Yep, exactly. You right on the money. With Are you that. gonna dress up? <laughs> nah, nah. I do want to do that though, but it's because I'm because I'm tall. You know, I'm six six or whatever. Man, it's hard to find costumes that's gonna sure. know, fit and kind of go along with whatever it is he wants to be as well. But I do want to do that though. I'm not even old front. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something trendy that would work with a tall dude, like. You know, you you think of all the trendy. Let me let me look let me look something up right quick and see what <laughs> what they talking about is trendy costumes this year. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got me you got my mind going too, but I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Something tall. Yeah, usually you like like usually you could think of like stuff in popular culture or something. Yeah, and I'm trying. Unless it would be like playing off for the latest Space Jam, where I would be LeBron and maybe my son would be like Bugs Money or something. <laughs> yeah, that could work. You know, you <laughs> basketball. Mm-hmm. All right, let me see. Variety, best pop culture Halloween costumes for 2021. Let me see. It's computer taking all day. <laughs> maybe I'll find something that made me want to dress up. Uh, oh, okay. They, this the have, have you watched the Squid Game show? Yeah, that's what's going. People going to be doing a lot of the Squid dress up. I can see that for Hollywood. Now, I definitely can see, see that, especially with the way that show is um, taking off. I can definitely see right. That. Okay, I see some out. They, they talking about like some Kardashian outfit. Oh, you know, you could get one of them plain mat, them, them plain spooky masks like Kanye got. Yeah. You know, yeah. ugly white man. <laughs> get a little Prometheus mask. Yeah, I can do that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We get some options here, man. Let's see. Let me see if anything else. Yeah. They say they say ASAP Rocky at the Met Gala. Oh yeah, we had like that. He had he had like a uh, like a big old quilt something that he was that worked around him. ASAP <laughs> Rocky. Yeah, that's he was at the Met Gala. He like okay. let me I, I share the I can share the screen. But he, yeah, I don't know how he, I mean, he pulled Rihanna, so I guess I, I ain't going to question his taste, but. Right. 
So it's good for her. Right, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think I don't think I could share the screen. But yeah, if you if you search him, it looked like a dog. Oh, let me see. He, he, he looked like he got a quilt on that your grandmama would wear when she goes to the bathroom late at night and she don't want to be cold. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. A little house coat. Yeah, yeah. Like a house coat or yeah, some you see it? Oh yeah. Wow, how I missed that. Wow. Yeah. And then Rihanna, whatever that is she got on. <laughs> yeah, I'm there. She ain't showing enough skin for my liking. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Tony Soprano could be black Tony Soprano. That'd be more for my speed because I got the body for velour. I just wear a velour tracksuit. Yeah, say I'm Tony Brown. Hmm. And the Gorman. I guess if you got a little girl or something. Mm -hmm. just, just a yellow blazer. Like, come on. Yeah. Uh, Prince. Somebody take Princess Diana too far, man. Yeah, Go out that's... and get, get in a car accident. <laughs> Interesting choices in here, man. Yeah, this, yeah, this fun. Larry David. <laughs> I could dress like Larry David. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. There we go. <laughs> oh. Mm -hmm. Yep, and his costume is red too. It's inflatable. This is gonna be gonna be something else come next weekend. Or this weekend, I should say. Harley Quinn. Yeah, you know a lot of them be queen. Yeah, I feel like that's nowadays that's kind of like a go-to Halloween costume for women. Ooh, the uh the Mandalorian. That'd be dope. That's a good pick. Corella DeVille. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wheelchair cover. Uh, it's inclusive. <laughs> Black Widow. I can dig it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff out there. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm gonna get into any hot. <laughs> if I'm still gonna get a Halloween festivities, but <laughs> you got to take a picture, man. If, if you do something on Halloween, it's gonna be that Sunday, man. You got to bring something that. that when we do the show next week, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see you. I gotta see what costume you rock, man. Yeah, see, I don't know if I'm gonna have one. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> don't be there, yeah, man. I, do I, you, I gotta, man. Do I, you. I gotta, I gotta plan this out a little more. <laughs> yeah, you still got a couple days. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. I was ch I chilled, you know, most of the weekend. You know, yes. Yesterday was so crappy, but I was I was out more than I, <laughs> I should have been yesterday because I went and got my uncle and brought him over to my mom's, and uh, we ate you know we ate and stuff. But uh, you know we had like I said that was Sunday Saturday Saturday I got into uh, I, I I I finally exposed myself to the beauty of of Reddit uh, NBA streams. You know, I I never I never. Took I never took part at the fork, but I didn't have a way to watch the Bulls mm -hmm. at uh, that time. So I, I looked at it was like, oh, 
connection there. You know, now I, mean, I'm, okay. I don't, you know, usually I don't snitch about stuff like that, but I think with the Reddit stuff, even if you take one down, you know, a bunch, a hundred more pop up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they gotta, you know, they gotta do that. There's actually a story that I saw like a week or so ago that I, you know, I think is worth bringing up because it's kind of, it might affect the future of watching sports, especially online and stuff. And there's a, there's talk about the MLB launching a, uh, a streaming service for, you know, where anybody could watch any team without cable. Mm-hmm. Now, that'd be a breakthrough because, uh, you know, usually in, in your hometowns, you have blackouts. Yep. So you can't watch like with uh you know the NBA with um with the league pass, you can't watch the Bulls through league pass in Chicago because they don't want to interfere with the local uh station that brought in this case NBC Sports Chicago, also mm-hmm. my uh, <laughs> my bosses. So I can't so <laughs> Maybe I should stop talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's how it's been for a while. And um, you know, with it the ML there's talk about the MLB uh opening the service and in this uh story that's in the New York Post, uh Josh Cosman wrote it. Uh it's it goes on to say that it this may spread out to the other leagues. It says the the National Basketball Association and the National Hockey League are also considering partnering with the MLB on the new streaming service. Insiders say subscription rates would vary by geographic market. It could be between $10 and $20 a month, well below the monthly cost of most cable TV packages, which can stretch past $100, of course. Mm. Uh, So that could be dope. Like, if you can... Really get all the the regional sports networks, or you know, in in and the national sports networks package essentially packaged all together in one service, and you could pay like between ten and twenty dollars for it, and you don't have to worry about anything else. Mm-hmm. Like that's that'd be real dope. Man, it would, yeah, it would. So you you would get the you would get the local broadcast of each game, right? Basically, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I guess every game that would be yeah, that that, that would be broadcast yeah. under those leagues. That's yeah. You like get it. I like that. Because I don't like like yourself, I'm unable. I don't have NBC Sports Chicago, so I have to stream the Bulls games, which is a little irritating, but um Yeah. They <laughs> say you gotta hit that Reddit or something. <laughs> yeah, but you yeah. know uh, yeah, it's like like I was for for a while, I was using YouTube TV, mm-hmm. which is a good source if you want to do like a, a a comparative cable experience. But it's also getting pricey with them because mm. uh, you know they had they keep having beefs with like carriers and stuff. Like they almost the NBC channels almost had got off of YouTube like a couple weeks ago, or like maybe last month or something. Because they was having, they was negotiating, uh, you know, the fees or whatever that you know, the carriage fees or whatever, mm-hmm. and the channels almost went off, and uh, went off that service. Okay, and YouTube was like, 
Well, will they was what they they announced that they would take off take uh, down the price, but you know you're still getting less channels that you would like mm-hmm. that you that you got originally. And and if you're here, you know if you're one of the NBC Sports Network regions, you're not getting the Bulls. I mean, in our case, we're not getting the Bulls and the White Sox. The, the White Sox were still playing too, so that would have been bogus. Yeah, man. As far as that, and, and you know, but they they worked that out. But another another thing that's happening now with YouTube and Roku, if you have Roku TVs or streaming devices, they talking about that new Roku devices and stuff won't even have YouTube because they beefing with YouTube. So it's like, like these people got to work this stuff out, man. So yeah, man, it's this one headache to the next, man. And yeah, you got to you got to do all this maneuvering and stuff yeah. to get. It's not, yeah. it's not worth it. It's not worth all that. The fans suffering for what? Right. So that's what I said. I ain't got no problem with stealing no games, man. You're going to make it hard on me. Just, right. Man. Not at all. I, 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 I miss the days of uh, the Bulls being on Channel 9, you know, once, you know, once man, a week, look, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> look, Chicago, and, and really, we, you know, we were blessed for a much longer time than a lot of other markets, just about every other major market had had most of their teams, if not all of their teams moved to cable way before ours did. Mm. Like we just, that just happened for us in the last couple of years. But up, up until like a couple of years ago, you still had the bulls. You had the Blackhawks was on channel nine. You had the Cubs and the white Sox. They were all on channel nine. That's for some, at some point, I think at some point the Cubs was, they had some games on Channel Seven too, yep. for a little bit. But mm-hmm. you know, yeah, they they just took everything. All everybody, you know, all the partners with uh, you know. I think the Cubs started it by announcing that marquee network, and then all the other teams were like, "Well, we, you know, we good with NBC Sports, so <laughs> you know," because they part they all. I think they have all ownership stake in in that too. So. Okay. In the channel, so yeah, so they they gonna keep doing that, and the Cubs, you know, they make it work well enough with the marquee network to, I guess, financially where they can they that they hold on to they they gonna they're not gonna move away from that. So they doing yeah. their thing with that, and you know, yeah, it's, it's and some some cha- some carriers don't carry marquees. So if you you a Cubs fan, you can't see it. On all the channels like that, uh, on all the the services like that, if you don't, you know, mm-hmm. it's just it, all, it always come back to money, right? Definitely, <laughs> definitely. And it's, it's yeah. that that should be the one thing that kind of like remains safe. Like I understand you're an owner, whatever, yada yada yada. You, but your bottom line is the bottom line. But some things like that, like that, should stay sacred to the fan base that you're, you know, supposedly operating for. So yeah, give them give them every chance that they can to see the team at least, you mm-hmm. know. Especially if you ain't doing nothing with the money. Exactly. Damn Cubs let half the team go in June <laughs> or July or whatever. And and you both talking about all this money you got making off your network and they got all this other these other they done bought up half of Rigdyville, maybe more than that. Mm-hmm. And they making money off the whole neighborhood. Making they gonna have a, a sports book at Wrigley Field, 
you know, for next year, they're going to be making, you know, hand money, hand over fist, man. Yeah, you better put that on the field. Exactly. But but now they talking about that the rumors is that by December 1st, again, we talk about money, the uh, uh, they're going to have a, a, a work stoppage in the MLB. Oh, yeah. Because the owners and, owners and the players is – you know, can't get along again. They they ain't coming to a, a conclusion on the money. So, yeah, we we may be without baseball for a bit again next year. So, and that that may and that may that may uh you know stop momentum that the White Sox have. You know. Yep, that's a good point, man. That's rough, man. Harkens back you know, I, to ninety four. Was that ninety four? Yeah, ninety four. Ninety four, they was in first place. I think that I think they might have the best league record in the American League. It stopped in August of that year, and they was they the year before they was in the ALCS. So they was uh, they were looking to get back there and get done what they couldn't do the year before. Yeah. But that, you know, Reinsdorf was like, man, look, we I'm gonna keep we gonna keep our our share of the money that we that we want. You know, he talking about he wanted a World Series. Now he wanted that money, man. <laughs> man, that would be a cruel coincidence, man. Yeah, but at least one of his teams. What I mean, both of his teams is doing well now. I don't, I don't think he. I you know we was working up. There was a post up now on, on NBC Sports Chicago. I saw he was quoted in the in the post. Reinsdorf was. You know, I didn't really read. I had to uh, really read what he said, but. He always in the mix with that with that labor stuff, mm-hmm. and um, so I, I think with baseball, the owners are more of, of a single mind as opposed to basketball, where you have a lot of the different people. You have more of a diversity among the owners in basketball. And you have some people who go off in their own way and stuff. So, you know, you you don't see so much of the you know they had their thing back in twenty eleven, of course. But they mo- they know they mostly keep peace. And Adam Silver's done a pretty good job under his you know commissionership of keeping peace yeah. between uh, both of those sides. So so you know, given that we talking about NBA, let, I'm, I'm gonna start with the Bulls. You know, then we'll get to the Bears. You know, mm-hmm. we already know what's up with the Bears. But the Bulls, Bulls are playing now. I saw you peek your eye. You, you know, t- tilt your eyes a little bit. Was you were you looking at the score or something? I was, yeah. It's um still first quarter, about four and a half minutes left to go. Bulls are up 13-11. Uh, yeah. Toronto, yeah. Up in Toronto, yeah. So they looking to go four and zero already. You know, the three and zero start, uh, you know, pretty good start. Uh, best start since I think sixteen. They said, mm-hmm. I think twenty sixteen. Yeah, and that was six twenty sixteen seventeen was the last year. That the team went to the playoffs. I think that was a three alphas year, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was a three alphas yeah. year, yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was an experimental year. I think a much much more experimental year than this year. I think this year they got, you know, they had more of a, a solid plan in the offseason than they got it done. Of course, you know, we've talked about the success of the offseason on on uh this show and on uh, running with war. But uh you know they got the players that they wanted, and and the team has come together quite nicely, at least at the start here. You know it'd be it'd be nice to play Detroit two times every week, but uh, that's that's not gonna happen necessarily. But the Bulls have started off beating teams, you know, 
uh, like I say, Detroit two times and and a New Orleans team that's got quite a few issues with them. Uh, that you know they're beating teams that they should beat. So it's a good way to get momentum going into the season. You know, get some confidence up. You know, they, they're playing a lot of different players at the beginning of the season. Uh, so you know, you know, I just throw it to you, man. You know, off top, you know, you you observe the Bulls pretty closely, man. You know, what's your thoughts early on on this team and, and how they've looked in that first week? Man, it's been exciting, man. It's been exciting. Um, not just the the opener against the Pistons, uh, tight game, tighter than most of us would have imagined it would be, but just that home opener, like just watch, being able to watch some of that game and the energy that um, was inside the arena. It, it felt like a playoff atmosphere. Um, Caruso yeah. catching lobs and doing a whole headband um, celebration and Lonzo jumping around after throwing the lob. It just seemed like it was it was really a madhouse for real um, on Madison that night. Uh, I'm, I'm encouraged. I'm encouraged. You know, we all realize who they've played and the fact that Kay Cunningham wasn't on the court for Detroit in either one of those two games, the fact that Zion Williamson wasn't on the court uh, to help the Pelicans against the Bulls um, Saturday night. But, um, you know, you you want to be able to get fat. I'm oh, sorry, Friday night, I think it was, when they played in New Orleans. But you want to get fat on this competition, so you know, so to speak, um, before you go against some of these heavier hitters in the league. Um, yeah. And the fact that they – they've played as well as they have defensively and that that's kind of been more of the reason why they, why they've won these games as opposed to what we all thought it would be, um, you know, them showing out offense on the offensive side of the ball. I think that's extremely encouraging. Um, it's going to translate well coming up. And I know a lot of people are kind of looking ahead, uh, especially going into Thursday against New York and those games coming up, after that and going into November, kind of looking at that schedule, some fans might be a little fearful, but I'm, I'm excited. I'm looking at it the other way. Like, you know, Zach Levine has preached his uh, desire to win since he's been here. Um, Acme, you know, they came here to win. The moves they made have been designed for the team to, to get over the playoff hump. Um, the Rosen, Vucevic, Caruso, Ball, they came here to win. So, in order to do that, you've got to be able to play better against the the heavy hitters of the league. So this this should be exciting times. I'm sure those guys are excited too. Um, they kind of hammer home the point of how where they how well they have been playing and how far they can go as a team, especially given the fact that they really haven't clicked offensively yet. Um, I take that more so as a as a glass half full kind of approach to what's going on right now. I see. I see right now on uh, YouTube they got a video. Uh, again, my you know NBC Sports Chicago, my people got a video up of the, the history of Slamma Jamma. <laughs> so they they pushing it. You know, like, uh, they pushing that name. You know, uh, State King, I guess came up with it, and you know uh, they the the channel's going to push it. Wait, are you cool with that name? Oh yeah, I I take it, I take it, I like it. I can take it. That's that's a, that's a Stacy man. He, he just keeps coming up with him, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stacy man, he, he gonna have to pace himself, man. They 
this team might have too many highlights for him, man. He may, <laughs> he may pop a heart, a heart vessel or something, man. I know, right? Not this year, man. So, <laughs> I wish the best to Stacy, but <laughs> but yeah, this is a, it's an exciting team, man. They they have they have athletes on this team. They have guys who can run the floor. They're doing the things that the coaches want to do. That Billy Donovan wants to do. You know, play aggressive man defense. Play, you know, get into passing lanes. You know, make force turnovers. Play, like I say, all all inches, and score one a lot. So it's 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 just fun, man. It's it's you know, there have been times where I know discussing with like D and Ken and stuff, where we be like, man. If the Bulls are just entertaining, that'll be fine. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you know, they don't have to necessarily be good, but at least they'll be entertaining. But this is a team that really can be entertained good by the end and you know, really established by the end of this season as a as a powerful team in the East, you know. Like if we can't get too ahead of ourselves, we still gotta see how they play against the actual true competitors in the East. You know, maybe this like say this Nick later this week we'll probably reveal some things but uh yeah it's, I'm I'm like you I'm I'm positive I don't think that you know I don't I don't foresee a a precipitous fall or anything I think maybe they'll take some lumps at times you know in some of these more competitive games but I think this is a team that's going to maintain a certain level throughout the year and um you know they I think they're I, I, I think it's playoffs or bust. I don't see any reason why they shouldn't make the playoffs. Really, I don't see why they should uh, they shouldn't avoid the playing games. Mm-hmm. But you know, we let, let's give it a little more time for that. But yeah. they should at least be in that playoffs in that playing game situation, be meaning that you're in the top ten of the league of the of the conference. I should say, yeah. and. Uh, you know, I, I don't. Yeah, I really don't think there's nine teams better in the East with more talent, and there definitely isn't nine. There, there's nobody outside of um, God. What's the other team that's three and zero? There's only one other team that's like three and zero uh, in the league. It's it's the Hornets. I thought it was one more. The Hornets and um. Okay, maybe two. Yeah. Oh, I can't yeah, the Hornets. You're right. The Hornets are three and zero. So that's one team in the East. And I think it's a West team, but um, I don't think Golden State might still be undefeated. Um, let me get it up right quick. Okay, but yeah, it's you know the Bulls are like I say they 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 start. No team is even. Like I say no team has even started three and no. You talking about the defending champions? You know, uh, the Wizards actually are two and no. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, with, with one less game, they've started. You know, they're still undefeated. Let me see in the Wests. Uh, there's just low. Warriors are three and zero. So yeah, you actually got to cut a few two and zero teams in the in the West. Jazz, Timberwolves, Nuggets. Uh, but everybody else has at least one loss. Mm. Grizzlies are two and one in the West as well. But uh. You got a couple teams, couple of the of the premier teams, the the more the more heavy, heavily uh teams in the league. You know the Lakers and the Nets. You know probably you know really D two 
Mova teams in the league both have two losses already. You know, I was wondering if you got any thoughts on either one of those teams and how they started. Uh, I, I think that both of them, you know, just, despite the, the slow starts, are still going to be a force to be reckoned with, especially the Nets. Um, I think that uh, the organization putting a hard line in the sand with Kyrie and just kind of breaking away and, and saying that if you're not going to get this vaccine or until, you know, uh, that mandate in the city is lifted, you just can't be, you can't be on this roster right now. I think that that bodes well for them just in terms of um, not having that distraction all year long. Um, as far as the Lakers, I'm still trying to figure out what it was that Dwight Howard said or did <laughs> that made Anthony Davis go crazy like that. People just don't like Dwight, man. <laughs> he, he, a little bit of Dwight go a long way, man. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I, 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 like they, they are familiar with each other. They played with each other, won the championship together in a bubble year. So I'm trying to figure out what it was that, that set him off like that, man. And it was weird, the whole little – I would I wouldn't even call it pushing and shoving because Dwight didn't look like he even stepped toward AD in terms of like extending his arms to shove to shove him or push him or anything like that. It was it looked like it was all AD. Right. Um, so that was kind of confusing and the whole thing with Rajon Rondo and the fan and it's crazy, man. Um, but they're gonna be fine, man. They're gonna be in terms of getting to the playoffs. Like I've heard some people say, you know, kind of uh, hot take it in terms of, you know, you know, I don't think the Lakers are going to make the playoffs. I'm definitely not ready to go that far. Like I think LeBron will figure oh, yeah, That's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> LeBron will figure it out. Um, this kid Reeves right. that they got on the team. Um, I haven't, yeah, yeah. haven't gotten a chance to watch him yet, but apparently he's, you know, they're kind of hyping him up as the next Caruso. <laughs> so. <laughs> we got another white kid. Yeah. <laughs> so I, they, they're going to I, I, I watched. I watched some highlights from yesterday against uh, Memphis that, uh, you know, uh, the good uh, nine-minute uh, extended highlights that the league provides on YouTube. I recommend those if you, if you can't catch a whole game. Mm. Uh, but, you know, that was a pretty good game yesterday. Of course, the Grizzlies being – Competitive and a team that I think a couple of us in our in our pre in our season entry survey, a season opener survey, that's what I said, mentioned the Grizzlies as being a team that could break through this year. And um, yeah, they you know Jazz Jazz Moran of course is doing this thing, and he you know showed out quite a bit on on the Lakers yesterday. I think he had forty points, and um, yeah, well Reeves Reeves factored in with some of those highlights yesterday. I said, Made some nice passes, did some nice, uh, nice things on the offensive court, and uh, you know, Carmelo had a nice vintage game yesterday. Yeah. Uh, you know, twenty eight points, passed uh, uh, Moses Malone, I believe, for ninth in the all time scoring list, and uh, he's right behind Shaq now, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, so I want to see how Shaq reacts to that on, t- <laughs> on TNT thirty. <laughs> Me too, but uh. Yeah, that, you know, come, you know, if they yeah, they got too much talent to miss the playoffs. That's that's an idiotic take there, <laughs> and you know, but and and as far as the the, you know, there may be like three or four or five more incidents like this over over the year where you know somebody on their team is, is yelling at somebody else or ready to punch somebody else. Like that team is just created for that, man. They 
they threw a whole bunch of, of type A personalities and alpha males together and just said, look, go get us a title. And they're going to fight and claw and do whatever they can until they until they lose a fourth game in a series in the playoffs. They're gonna they're gonna be a threat. Yeah. And uh, you know that's good. You know the same can be said for uh, the Nets. You know despite all the the craziness they got, Kyrie got people you know protesting for him out in Brooklyn. Like people was rushing. Did you see that people rushing? Uh, people rushing the Barclays Center like. You know, it's is it, it made me think of that uh, the story of Charlie Murphy talking about how him and his his thug friend used to bum rush, uh, get into shows at the the Long Island the the stadium out in Long Island Coliseum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he said he just bum rushed the security. <laughs> That's what these fools was doing for Kyrie, man, at, at the uh, at the Barclays Center. So let Kyrie play. Like you ain't got nothing better to do on a Sunday, you idiots. <laughs> Yeah, man. That's, I, I don't even. I, I don't know, man. I, I guess to to a certain extent, none of us should be that surprised given the 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 tone in the country right now and the back and forth between the people who you know have gotten vaccinated and those who choose not to be vaccinated. Like that whole conversation, man. It's not surprising, but it's still kind of like, damn, that really happened, huh? Yeah. And and I think you know I'm I'm not gonna go off on a tangent here. I may, we might speak uh, some more of this on running before tomorrow. But you know uh, I think Kyrie needs to if he wants to be a leader, ex- you know show some leadership and and calm these people down in the street, man. And he's still not hearing nothing from him, and it's like you want people to come get out here in these streets and get arrested and get their heads knocked out, knocked in, you know, for you because you making this conscious decision a so-called conscious decision and you know you, the easiest thing in the world would be for you to get that shot and get on the court and that and that'll be it you know it's not that much it's not that much of a denial of your of your purpose or or a compromise of your ideals as you think it is just do just do something that would you know makes sense to do something that really would you know underscore this this yearning that you seemingly have to be a leader you know do it for your team and do it for these people out here who are so uh easily swayed and easily influenced by anybody who is famous and talented that they willing to you know <laughs> go head up with security at the Barclays Center right. just because they they share a similar thought as you, you know. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I gotta say about that for now. But yeah. uh let me go back to the Bulls right quick before we move on. Uh the games that they'll have before we reconvene next week. Uh they'll have like I say the next game on Thursday here at United Center and Saturday they play the Jazz. That's gonna be another tough game. Mm-hmm. And uh the Celtics they uh, travel to Boston next Monday. So while we'll be uh, they'll be starting now while we'll be on, so yeah, this the the schedule is starting to gear up now. It's like it's like these first three games with another couple of uh, uh, preseason games that they get to count, Man. but now they really get to do it uh, starting with these games. So we'll have a we'll have a bit more to talk about next week and see how they like say the the 
you you picked the Jazz in the finals, man. So that should be an interesting game uh, for you to observe, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, man, um, that'll be our first our first time against the the Western Conference opponent. Um, yeah. And what better opponent to go at than the the team that that won the West last year? Um, it, it'll be a good measuring stick for us, man, in terms of how we how we fare against. Well, the Jazz didn't win the West last year. No, no, I'm talking about the uh, regular season. Oh, all right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no, no, not not <laughs> not not the playoffs. Um, yeah. But yeah, this is another. Like I said, man, it's gonna be a lot of those games. Um, pretty much from here on out through uh, November. Um, and you spoke about the Boston game coming up next week. That's right before I think they have a back-to-back with Philly. Um, so that'll be uh, – Yeah, so that'll be something to pay attention to. It, it's no – Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Next Wednesday they'll be in Philly, and then they'll come here uh, for the Saturday game on the 6th. Mm-hmm. And then the Nets right after that. Yep. And then, then the Mavericks with Luca, and then, then the West Coast trip begins at the Warriors on the twelfth. Mm-hmm. Clippers, Lakers, Trailblazers, Nuggets. Yeah. Oh, this is gonna be a beastly. <laughs> man. This we gonna learn a lot about this team by the end of November, man. Yeah, I feel like we gonna know if we got a diamond or not. You know, right off the bat, man. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was rough. That was that was hit, hurting me just reading that schedule. <laughs> <laughs> but see, I, yeah. I, I trust that this team is is like, man, you know, we got a chance to go out here and prove ourselves early, shut people up early. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking. This, I think this is a team that that's they down for the challenge, man. They want to, they want to prove themselves. Zach wants to prove himself. You know, Lonzo, and definitely Demar. I think wants to prove himself again mm-hmm. amongst the league. So. I, I think those three guys alone are going to set the team uh, attitude-wise in a good place. Yep. So I'm, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not scared of it. But you know, just looking at it, like those are tough teams, man. <laughs> and, and like I say, going on that circus road trip, the quote-unquote circus road trip now. But you know, that's that's always a tough one. So you know, like I say you look at the way the the you know, uh, the Warriors are played starting out and. The Clippers and I say the Lakers. They be these are just these are the teams that you know that are gonna be fighting for the NBA final spot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's it, a lot is gonna be learned in these in these coming weeks with the Bulls. Oh yeah, and they they actually um, competitively they they did well last season on that circus trip. Record wise, it, it wasn't it wasn't great. Yeah, they played some good games, but yeah, didn't necessarily win. They, Enough. Yeah, they, they let one slip against the Kings. Um, they were, you know, in it at the end of the game against the Lakers and the Clippers. They beat the they beat the Blazers. They they were right there, man. I know it's different rosters, but um, you know, it, it bodes well for them going into that that schedule this year with the with the new firepower they have. And um, you know, we didn't even talk about Zach possibly getting that his 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 first ever four game win streak tonight if they if they end up beating the Raptors, which is crazy. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, man. He, Zach Zach gonna have a lot of stuff that happens to him. I think this year that he's never seen before. Like, mm-hmm. like last year was just a taste for him. 
it's it's great to see that he's come out as strong as he's at as he's come out. Like uh, you know, people you you mentioned it. Some other people mentioned it. Like you know, maybe he'll be in that MVP running. You know, so if he does that, then that'll be a great sign for the Bulls overall because then you could say, look, they do have that number one guy, yeah. and everything else everything else falls from there as far as the talent they got. If you have a clear number one along with it, you know, you really, you got a team that can go deep. Absolutely. And it, it'll, you know, it'll be a sign that uh, most importantly that the team is winning. You know, you can't, you can't win MVP without wins, man. They, you know, teams. Not yet. Not in the NBA. Yeah, no. yeah man. So yeah. looking forward to that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, I'm, I'm going let's, to let's, let's spend a second, a second. I mean, and I'm, I'm almost be that literally on the other denizens. <laughs> Of the of the UC the Hawks, uh, you know we're buying the Bulls, of course. You know for you know all the reasons that we state. Mm-hmm. Got to sell on these Hawks, man. You know the the thing that jumps out with me. You know they haven't won the game yet, of course. I think if you if you've seen any reporting on them or heard any report on them, they have a loss of game. They're like oh four and one. They they had one game that they took to overtime. They haven't had a lead for a second of a play so far this year that's set a record in the NHL like that that really I heard that yesterday really blew me man I was like man, you know that's sad man but another thing that I saw too that kind of messed me up is that they had like they had a a, a sellout streak that stretched back to 2008 that was two years before they even won the the title that they won that revised revived the, the the franchise in 2010 but they had the, the sellout streak going back to then ended it ended on Sunday you know with a game against uh Detroit you know and you know it, it seems like the fans are starting to pay to you know give their opinion through that through their wallets man it's like you know we we, we can't we can't support this like we used to man y'all gotta get y'all gotta get back on track well, you know, there's going to be a lot more, a lot less of us coming to these games. And I don't blame them, man. I, you know, I've never been to a Hawks game myself. Maybe I'll go this year because it might be a little easier to, <laughs> to go. Might, might be able to kick my legs up and everything. You know, you, you know. We might have to do that together, man. Knock out two first. I've never been to a yeah. Hawks game myself, man. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's tough that. You know, as much in demand anymore, and, and there's really no reason for it. I, I think, uh, you know, you look at, you know, we're going to talk about, of course, the coach who's on a hot, maybe the biggest hot seat, mm-hmm. uh, Matt but uh, Jeremy Colleton looks like he's on a big hot seat as well, man. Uh, people talking about getting it out that out there seat yeah. uh, for the Hawks. You know, it, I see nobody who really features – Follows the Hawks has got can be satisfied with that team right now, so we you got to sell on the Hawks right now. Yeah, yeah I'm, 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 oh man, I, maybe this is my 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 bullish like just personality, but I feel like I want to go whole just because on paper they're a better roster than they were last year, so something's got to click at some point. Like I know we had Phil Thompson on, um, what was it three three weeks ago or so, and we talked to him about the additions. Uh, or, or the moves that um, 
that they've made to the squad and how while it seemed while you know they have on paper improved that we shouldn't be looking at this team as a definite uh playoff team. <laughs> and it seems to be it's coming to fruition right now, but at the same point, um they do seem to be better. They do in ter- in terms of uh, in terms of the pieces that they have there. So maybe it is the coach. I don't know. Maybe it is Colleton. Was this his fourth year now? I believe so, yeah. So I mean starting his fourth year. Fourth year. So maybe maybe we do see, you know, them, you know, Bowman make a change uh sooner than later, given that he sacrificed um some of the some of the youth he had on the roster because he was he was going with a youth movement, wasn't he? Until until he wasn't like all of a sudden he just switched he kind of switched lanes. Um, he got flurry yeah. and Seth Jones. He's, Seth Jones is set to make um, a lot of money come next year, I believe. So I don't know, man. That 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 seat can't get any hotter. And it's, you know, actually, he's in his third year. Actually, third year. Man, I thought okay, yeah. okay. But uh, the fir- one of the first things you see, you do a search on a, a post from the the fan sided. Blackhawks site. It says Blackhawks is Jeremy Colleton the worst coach in history. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so I mean, and there's another site. Oh, oh they at the same site. They they want to get they want to get Stan Bowman out the paint too. Changes will only come with Stan Bowman's firing. So, and Black Blackhawk up is they 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 ain't pulling no punches, man. Man, that sound like that sound too close to the Bears situation, man. Yeah, yeah, and, and we'll have to wrap up on 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 that team. Cause I ain't gonna, like I said, we ain't, I ain't gonna go above an hour here, so we got eleven minutes. Uh, that is pretty much. It, you're right. It, it does very much mirror the Bears, because I think you, you have a, a franchise that's stagnated. To both franchises are stagnated. They have on you no know, leadership that is. Been there for you know, and the general manager's been there for a while. The coaches not as long, but the coaches both were. It's sort of these fresh. They were brought in as these like fresh face, supposedly innovative guys who, you know, a future. You know, guys with a, a you know a, a view of the future and all that. Mm-hmm. But they mostly proven to be sort of ineffectual, and and not really, you know, able to do things that translate to winning, you know, winning. Really, you know, in Nagy's case, he has won more than he's lost, definitely. But it's still something off about everything that he does. Like, you know, in particular, on the, 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 the Bears just never produce in the way that you would expect them to produce. They, they don't produce that's, uh, uh that allows for winning football in 2021 and they don't produce in a way that would you know would prove that Nagy is is a guy who uh who was the guy who we thought him to be when he was hired uh, which was this you know on the ball former quarterback a quarterback whisperer an offensive you know some said genius but you know he's he's been the opposite of that and the and the Bears once again show on this past Sunday, yesterday, that they are just nowhere near the upper crust of the NFL. There's winning football, and then there's what there's what the Bears does, and they're they're levels below the Bears. 
You know, there's like the Jets and stuff. But the Bears are much closer to the Jets than they are the Buccaneers, who are the Super Bowl champions, who reign the Super Bowl champions. And that was proven without a doubt yesterday. And, you know, I don't understand anybody who thought at, uh, at all that the Bears had a chance in that game yesterday. You know, just because they beat them on that flute game last year didn't mean nothing. You know, they they don't they don't have any. And we'll, we'll get into this in a second too. The they're they're just as the team overall is really just lack lackadaisical right now. And uh, you know, they're not very. The they don't they don't have a lot of discipline about them. Because they, you know, for one, they keep and keep themselves on the field because you got all these guys coming down with COVID, including mm-hmm. the coach now. So, right, you know, Nagy is down with COVID and he won't even be able to coach them this week on the field against uh, San Francisco as the, they return back to Soldier Field. And it may be a good thing. That may be the best thing. <laughs> that may be the best news of the year that he won't be on the sideline this week. He gonna come in there. He gonna come in there with a fake mustache on, like Bobby <laughs> Valentine did one one time. I suggest y'all look that up yeah. if you don't know what I'm talking about. Please, that was but a the, Yeah, one of the old managers in the Mets got kicked out of a game, and he <laughs> he came back <laughs> to the dugout with a fake mustache on, trying to act like he was somebody else. So. <laughs> You know, that's Daggy may do that at Soldier Field. I'm gonna see if he I'm a, I'll probably be at the game. I'm gonna see if I see somebody who look a little bit too close to Daggy. I'm gonna that you Nagy, I'm gonna snatch that mustache off. Yeah, I mean the Bears are gonna have they, they would have had a hard enough time had Robert Quinn played or a Fetty played, right? You know what I mean, or, or uh, David Montgomery, but the fact that those guys weren't there and Damian Williams, Damian Williams the fact that those guys weren't but, there. Although that was the one spot where they didn't necessarily need reinforcements because Khalil Herbert again. That's true. Khalil Herbert had the better rushing game than anybody's had against Tampa Bay this year. I didn't know that. I but that, outside of that, they didn't have nothing, much of anything. Nothing at all. Like I, They, they got <laughs> – as, as soon as the Buccaneers went up 14-0 – um, I was like, dude, this this Bears team is not built to come back from a touchdown deficit, let alone a two touchdown deficit. This thing is over, man. I couldn't. I didn't even mm-hmm. finish the game. I, I didn't even bother. <laughs> Bless you. I didn't even bother Bless finishing you. the game, man. I really. Yeah, and, and that happened like it was. It wasn't even like four o'clock when that happened. <laughs> that game started at three twenty-five, and by four, by three forty-five, we was like, oh, this shit is over, man. <laughs> Like, damn, you know it, it's it was sad, man. It, you know Brady did his thing, got a six hundred touchdown, and they give the ball to the guy, and, and he they they said they had the gangster back from him, like man, you know we we sorry, but you know you have to take some autograph picture or something. I don't know what they he got something, but yeah, you know, but I, I saw that he got a. I think he got an autograph jersey or autograph ball from Tom Brady. He got an autograph jersey from Mike Evans. I think he gets he's getting two season tickets the rest the rest of this year. A thousand dollars worth of uh, uh, official store money. So it's kind of like uh, I mean you you getting some stuff, but 
Yeah, he he got a lot more. Of yeah, he put that ball on eBay. Yeah, yeah. man. But he right. You know, I I think that there was some arg. I've seen some arguments about it. You know, online and stuff. I think at a certain point, you know, you gotta either be a good guy. You gotta be a good guy or the you know the the opportunistic guy. That's that's not necessarily the good guy. You know, opportunistic guy. So you know, you know, you, you, that's your team. Those are your guys. You sort of got to play along, or, or you just being, you know, another jerk out there, kind of. <laughs> but, yeah. but but it's but it's understandable too. It's, it's times it's hard out here. So you know, mm. if you can find a way to to come up like that. But at also, there's a there's sort of like if okay, say you you in that position, you get the ball, and everybody see in the arena sees that you got the ball. How you just gonna walk out of there with the ball and like I don't know how many people want to get physical with you, but it's like you know, it's, it's just a whole it's that's too that's too much attention for me, man. Like I don't know if I was in that situation, I'd just be like, look, you know, yeah, run me, run me, run me these season tickets and uh the thousand dollars or whatever worth of stuff. I get it, I get you know, I make good on that and uh you know, I wanna I wanna see Brady sign my joints. So let me let me you know huddle up with Brady in the locker room afterwards and wreak a powwow. I give the ball right to him and we'll do that. That's what we'll do. Yeah, no, and then I take a picture, I take a picture for the grand. That's what you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. That's 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 too much pressure, man. That's too much of an angel angel and devil on my shoulder. Like, man, I really want to hold you for ransom for this ball, man, but I feel like I'm I'm too good of a person, man. <laughs> yeah, I know you would. I, I think I know you would. You would go the right route. Route, yeah. you know. Yeah. I, I believe you would. So, but I mean, like I say you get you get you get a little something out of it. You get to be, you know, it, 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 it's you know it's not that bad of a situation. But you know, I you know I say if you, if if I I just I just think it'd be too much attention too. Too much. It's like winning a lottery in the hood, like you know. Exactly. Like, right. You know, you don't, you don't want to, you know. Even if you get all that money, you don't want necessarily, you know, leave yourself out in the open with it. Um, <laughs> nah, man. Um, Everybody wants to get that golden <laughs> ticket, man. They hit different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, back to the Bears, I guess, man. You know, <laughs> I I don't know. It, it's really really much to say, man. It's just. You know, I think today was that like today was actually just really indicative. I think even more so than yesterday of the of the dysfunction and everything that's that's really you no. Know, it's bad enough when you're losing, but you know when you're having these off game antics that are sort of getting more and more numerous. Like last week, you had the stuff where Eddie Jackson was coming at uh. Uh, Lance Briggs for talking about him, and you know, you know, Lance Briggs was doing his job as as it is now. You know, doing a good job, uh, you know, with that post game crew, uh, you know, and and you know, he, you know, Eddie Jackson got uh, you know, so, you know, he got uh sensitive about it, and you know, John, Jalen Johnson was you know caught up in some stuff last week, yeah. and and again, you know, just. I think I see. I saw. I think with Nagy is like seven different Bears uh, players and personnel who are 
contracted COVID in the last two weeks mm-hmm. or something like that. So you, that's not a good look, man. In any in any capacity, right now, you're dealing with you're dealing with situations where you're you're already a thin team in in a lot of a lot of uh, positions, and then you're putting you're making yourself thinner by losing starting talent and the like. And you no, know, this happened yesterday with them having to plug in uh, Lashivy. They call him Pig Simmons, <laughs> the the young rook, the young uh, tackle, and not you know he he got abused by that uh, Tampa Bay front seven, and they you no know, he wound up filling his spot with Alex Bars during the game. But he was you no know, he he had to be put in the game because Elijah Wilkinson was a who was ahead of him on the depth chart fell victim to COVID and he had, couldn't play. And and you talked already about Quinn, who was having such a nice season to yep. miss the game because of you know that affects the defense and and with the and the defense as far as your really your only method of getting to getting to Tampa Bay is by getting to Tom. You have to rush the quarterback. You have to make Brady you have to make Brady's pocket uh unstable and you know, and get to him, make get him on the ground as much as you can. The Bears, that was a big part of what the Bears did last year when they beat him, yep. and they had no chance of doing that this week because of people like Quinn being out. So, you know, the best ability is availability, and the Bears' talent aren't even making themselves – a lot of the Bears' talent aren't even making themselves available because they didn't want to – they didn't want to get vaccinated vaccinated or they're or they're engaging in risky behavior outside of uh you know when they're playing and practicing so it's it's just again goes to you know some people were you know evoking the name of mark Tressman yesterday and you know this is uh this was saying this was Nagy's mark Tressman moment and him having to him having to announce on a on a zoom call in his car while he was driving today, that he won't be coaching for the near future because he has COVID. It's just a, the icing on the cake. And it's showing how much control he's losing the thing. And it's showing really that he's on his way out the door. And, you know, Bears are going to be starting as far as uh, coaching goes, I think from square one by January. And that's that's really what this season should have been about from the beginning. They written the season. This season really should have been a, them working in a new coach, but they didn't want to pull the trigger, and you know they had to deal with this. But they they essentially was giving him one more chance, I think, with a with a young quarterback who they knew that he felt to be more tasteful than the last guy who was here, Mitchell Trubisky, but. He he had offer uh, deals, and you know if the if the Bears don't want Justin Fields, if they want to make something out of Justin Fields' career here, and they and he they don't want him to be a disgruntled quarterback who wants to be leaving this team in a few years, they got to get a new guy in who works for him and works with him and can make him into the elite quarterback that. We all still believe there's a chance that he could be. Yeah, you you, you tweeted it out perfectly yesterday, um, well before the game was even over, I believe, when you said that um, yesterday's game was pretty much a slap back into reality for every Bears fan who thought this season 
was yeah, should be directed be. to anything <laughs> but Justin Fields' development. Um, you know, anybody who thought that, you know, some somehow the Bears are going to advance to the postseason or, you know, make it mm-hmm. to the wild card. Like, you, you hit the nail on the head with that one, man. It really is just a force, forced us to take a step back and look at, you know, what, what it is that – we'll kind of reframe our goals, kind of reframe our goals, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. They they got that's always the issue with Bears fans. It's like <laughs> we either we either are we either have our, our hopes too high when the when the team don't deserve it or they're too low, and then the team surprises us with a good year like a couple years ago, 2018. Yeah, and then then we then we get our hopes all high again, <laughs> and then they start to fail. It's just this 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 vicious cycle, but you know, yeah, this this team was not constructed ready, constructed right for a, the type of run that you want to have in the NFL. And we, like I say, it, it, if, if you have those right thoughts in regards to, you know, uh, the expectations and the goals and stuff, then you won't be so hard on Justin Fields. People are, people are talking about Justin Fields is bad now because everything around him is bad. So he can't help but look bad because everything around him is bad. And, it, it, you know, people are talking about bringing back in, uh, you know, uh, uh, what was, what was my um, name? Dalton. Dalton. Yeah. yeah, bring Dalton back in. What the hell is bringing Dalton in going to do? Is <laughs> They're just going to lose in another way. Is <laughs> The people – I bet there's some people who actually think that if you, you could – bring Dalton in, you could salvage some sort of playoff run for this team. This team is not making the playoffs. And, and so if you get your mind right about that, then you will learn that you will know that this season is about uh you say objective one, objective one, one A, one A through Z is getting fields as mature and developed as he can be so that by twenty twenty two with the new coach and the new offense and hopefully some new talent around him and in the key positions, then he can be confident and, you know, self and, 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 uh, you know, just confident pretty much. And, uh, uh, and, and, and his abilities and he can feel that, you know, he can lead this team going forward. And that you know that he's in he's in a position to be successful going forward. Yeah, just kind of hot. I mean, for for me, I guess it's really been two opposing thought processes bumping heads with each other because you got you know Pace and Nagy who were pretty much given um uh what's the word I'm looking for? You know the 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 task at hand for them that's been passed down is that. This season needs to be about winning. They need to win. They need to, you know, make the playoffs. But then you draft the quarterback who is, you know, we all want to be the savior of the franchise. So it's like two two competing thought processes going on. You got two guys at the head of it that they, they're trying to get these wins. That's, you know, the reason why they brought Dalton in. But at the same time, the team is not really ready for that. Um, and the whole thing should really be about Justin Fields and his development. Um, it's, an inability, it's an inability to – Really, rightfully size up the talent on the team. I think, I yeah, I think they really thought that if we got 
if we just got this young, talented, athletic quarterback and p- plugged them into what we already got, no, this them talk that they thought that they would have everything. That every they had everything else around him, mm. they, and that they just needed to plug him in, and they would be, you know, uh, they would be the playoff team. They would be a division winning team, and all this, you know, it's sort of like, and really, what that that rejects most of the history too of of rookie quarterbacks in the league. You've had a few instances where quarterbacks were the last piece that was given to a team that was successful. I think probably the clearest example of that would be Ben Roethlisberger in his rookie year. Mm-hmm. But the Pittsburgh Steelers are a much better run organization from year to year than the Bears are. And at the time, they they were better run than the Bears, definitely at that time. And and that was all they needed. They uh, All they needed was a, a big young quarterback who could throw the ball and and that's what he did, and that's what they I think they might have got to the Super Bowl that year, but I have to look it up. But they they won like 13 games in that year, and they were very successful. But the Bears were are not that team. They're not a team, they weren't even what you know, they're not even what Arizona was a couple years ago with Kyler Murray. Like they just don't have it right now. They have to restructure themselves, and a lot of a lot of that has to do with Who's coaching and really who's who's uh, you know uh, scouting the talent and bringing them in from outside as well, and that goes back to to uh, to Pace to Ryan Pace. But he, you know, uh, who knows what his job situation is? But but I think Nagy is much much easier to be knocked off, and 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 like I say, shorter. I think I t- talked about this with uh, Gabe. Weekend game, like short of no, no, uh, there's another guy, uh, uh, that I, 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 I was another guy, but like short of uh, bring short of them getting into the playoffs again, what reason are you going to have to bring him back? There's nothing he can prove, there's, there's really going to be nothing on paper that he could show, uh, the ownership. Or, or the fans or the media of this town to to that'll prove that he has promised that he hasn't maxed out his abilities as a coach. Yeah, you only get so many bites at the apple, man. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Anything else you got on this, man? Um, no, nah, just that I feel like <laughs> even though we probably would would have looked at that Cleveland game and thought that. You know that was that was the worst that this season can go. Somehow yesterday got even worse than that. But I really can't see the Bears getting stomped like like they did yesterday anymore, or again this season like they did yesterday. Like I feel like it's it's only up from here if that makes any sense, and not up meaning wins, just up meaning it can't get any worse. <laughs> well, probably put if you look at the. The main team that could really do them like that outside of probably the Packers on the return. But uh yeah. you know, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's probably the best way to look at that's a glass half full way of looking <laughs> at the record. Cause still when you look at the rest of the schedule, I don't know how many games they they're gonna come 
like like though they had a, a crazy spread, you know. I don't know. I don't think you much into the betting, but like the Bears were like coming into the game with like a 12, 13 point underdog, mm-hmm. and that's a high. That's a high number for the NFL because most teams don't lose, you know, aren't aren't expected to lose by two touchdowns coming into the game. Some, of course, some do, but you know, to have that expectation coming in, that means that people are not expecting anything from you in the game. And of course, people you know Vegas was right on that one, <laughs> but you know, I don't see, I don't know how many games I have to look at this at the schedule again, but. Outside of maybe the the Lions game uh, in Detroit, I think that's on Thanksgiving. They probably they may not even be favored in any of the games going forward. Like yeah. on the line, like you know, the what confidence can you have as an outside observer for this team right now? You know, none really, man. No, you're <laughs> right, man. Like any, any, any. <laughs> like any any positive, real serious positive momentum would be more of a, a surprise than anything else. Yeah, and they, and and the Bears are liable to do that. They've done that before. Where you know, me and Jack Silverstein was talking was was joking about that yesterday. Like, you know, I, I said anything to, to to keep us on the pipe, and he he posted up a picture of Pookie for New Jack. New Jack <laughs> just enough, yo, yep. yep. <laughs> that's what they do, man. They do just enough to keep us on the pipe and, and, and keep us, you know, addicted a little bit. Bobani Jones say, you know, about teams, they keep you on that narcotic, you know. So, you know that's what it is. It's that, that feeling of chasing that high. Mm-hmm. Eventually you will get that high again of when they won. And we still – we can't. We ain't even chasing the 85 high no more. We – we trying to chase that 07 high when they simply made the Super Bowl. Like, yep. we, you know, we, we, we'll take that at this point, man. But, you know, yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's rough, man. It's, it's, it ain't getting no better anytime soon, unfortunately. But that's what it is. But at least we got the Bulls. You know, the Bulls are giving us some. Yes, sir. What, what's, what's the score now? Uh, I think they're about to start the third quarter. The Bulls are up 61 to 51. All right, there you go. So, a good chance they could go four and one, uh, four and zero, oh, I should say. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we're gonna leave it at that. This is is about to be second. Half. We could watch that second half yeah. on whatever illegal stream <laughs> that's available to. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna check and see what's available to me right now. But yeah, but uh, yeah, that's it for that, man. I think you know we went over the major three. You know, baseball is dormant now. You know, shout out to the fire who, uh, you know, they let go of that coach a couple weeks ago. But, uh, you know, they've shown some resilience since then. They won their their home finale over the weekend at Soldier Field. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I got to check on those Red Stars, too. I think they might make the playoffs. But uh, we'll see. I, I'll, I'll see uh, over the course of the week what they, they do. That's what soccer going on. Still, you know, let's like I say, so let's suppose women's sports, like, you know, we, we ain't, it ain't just the sky, you know, the sky made us proud, but, uh, you know, let's support all our ladies out there who are out engaging in athletics and doing things to represent the city. So the Red Star definitely 
worth your time if you want to get into soccer and stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I want to shout out to some some jerk I saw on YouTube, and there's other jerks out there too. I think that may mention of the sky and oh, nobody came out to the parade and stuff. And like, you know, get off, you know, get off they jocks, man. You ain't <laughs> you ain't done nothing to make anybody proud in your life. And the these people made a, a lot of a whole city proud. You know, and and you know you want to want to try to uh, undercut what they did by just because they didn't have as many as a male professional team. Of course they didn't, but a lot of people still came out to that uh, parade and that rally, and they celebrated and had fun. So maybe you should just worry about having more fun in your life <laughs> and uh, stop hating on on these women and 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 these teams and these and these fans of these teams that are doing something positive. Well said, brother. Well said. The NBA didn't blow up right away. I mean, why? what What do you get out of that? Like, that's, you know. Yeah, that's why I'm like, what do you get out of, of you know, talking down? It's, it's clicks and stuff and, and reaffirm it from other jerks like them who think the same way, basically. That's all they get out of it. They, like I say, these these fools don't do nothing in their lives. So what? <laughs> they gotta they gotta come down on some other people who actually accomplish something, mm-hmm. just because it doesn't look like what they normally judge success or hype to be, you know, or clout, whatever, you know. Yeah. It's but yeah, it's unnecessary, man. Just white noise, unnecessary white noise. Yeah. Yeah, and, and black noise too. <laughs> the dude, the video I saw on YouTube was of some young black dude. But uh. you know. but, but and, and again, it goes back to the whole thing about the the people who a lot of people who support the WNBA most are NBA players and people who know the game of basketball. They support the WNBA and its players and stuff. So you know as. Those guys appreciate hoopers of all sorts. Yep. And and you know, be the ones who didn't get you know get off of JV in high school who hate the most, you know. <laughs> you know, they, they, they the ones they the ones who the they hoop dreams deflated when they was eight years old. They the ones who hate the most. That's right. Yeah, get them get your mind right and focus on what you're doing. To, to create a legacy and stop hating on others. So that would be my last word for the day. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Anything else you got, Drew? Nah, nah. Nothing, nothing else, man. Appreciate you again, man. This this Monday night staple here. Always. Yeah, man. We, <laughs> we had a good conversation, man. We went <laughs> we went another 10 minutes on the bench, man. They, they, just, they just get you worked up, man, when you start <laughs> Talking about them, it's hard to stop, you know. Mm-hmm. But even, but uh, yeah, you know, we we say I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say. So, yes, you know, as long as they don't take my credentials away, I'm. Gonna <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's it though for now, man. We'll be back. Uh, me, Drew, and our guys from uh, Running with War will be on tomorrow. We got I got Tony Gill on with us. Oh. Uh, tomorrow too, as well as as I call him, a uh, young uh, James Earl Jones with the voiceovers. You know, he uh, he was the first voice you heard at the 
on the broadcast of the Bulls, uh, uh, the Bulls home opener on Friday. We're going to talk about, you know, him doing stuff like that for NBC Sports and everything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just talk more about the Bulls in the early, uh, the opening week of the NBA, NBA 75 team and all that stuff. So, you know, check us out tomorrow evening uh, about, it'll be about this time, uh, 8 o'clock, uh, on two uh, tomorrow with a new running with war streaming live YouTube war media war media on all the the major platforms Twitter Facebook IG uh, and uh, yeah of course Drew uh, look, look what Drew did on Twitter and uh, me means matters on Twitter follow us and um, yeah, just get some more of these jokes and these takes <laughs> and uh, all this other good stuff that we offer from day to day. And uh, keep rocking with us. And uh, we'll see y'all next week. All right. Yes, sir.